Hello, and welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. Mm-hmm. My name mm. is Mr. Louie. Yo, Louie, it's me, Lockie. And uh, <laughs> this week I got to play the game System Shock 2 on your spooky recommendation. So spooky. Yeah, <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. Let's... Let's hear all about it. Let's kick it. Lucky. Yo, buddy. How you, How you doing? doing? It's good to hear your voice, man. Thank you. It's well, you heard it last week. It was just not on such a nice yeah, now it's Chris. Like, yeah, I feel like the room gaming room. mic set up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's but, delicious. Um, yeah, definitely better than the old uh, Mac. Actually, I didn't listen to last week's. How was the audio? Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. Fair enough. Yeah. There was, it was some clanking in the background from Ted, but mostly fine. Okay, sweet. Well, uh, yeah, um, so I've uh, finished my couple weeks in America doing some work over there, and I'm back. Got mm-hmm. back yesterday. Mm-hmm. I uh, mentioned it briefly. I had a nightmare flight with the... I uh, had to make an emergency stop off. Yes. So, you mentioned it briefly to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned it briefly to you. Um, sounds horrible. I would have lost my goddamn mind. Well, it was because I left... The flight left at 12. So, obviously, everyone was just trying to sleep and not sleeping and just felt terrible because yeah. you can't sleep on planes. Uh-huh. Um and then I had this very much a nightmare moment where we were flying. And I, you know how you always look at the people's next to your screen? The people next to you, you look at their screens. Mm. So I had some movie on. I was trying to sleep. I'd seen it before. I think it was like Pitch Perfect or something. Uh, have you seen Pitch Perfect? I've seen the first one. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I think I enjoyed it. The first one's great. It's great. Yeah. Um, and then I saw that his destination map so we flew out of New York. We'd been flying for maybe two and a half hours. We were about half an hour over the Atlantic. I mm. saw on his screen that our route was heading back to Boston. <laughs> and I got, I got, I was like, huh. Wait, so the plane was literally going in the other direction? Well, that's what it had said, yeah. So we were flying. We were about half an hour over the Atlantic, two and a half hours into this, like, six-hour journey, seven-hour journey. Mm. Um... And on the map, we had turned around and were heading back to Boston. Crazy. And But they hadn't said anything over the speakers. That's bizarre. Yeah. So I, I was starting to think, like, well, why wouldn't they say something? Yeah. I was like, is something wrong with the plane? I was mm. like, yeah. Oh, that's so horrible. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I was like, maybe it's just a mistake, whatever. I was also trying to sleep, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a little bit later, they come up to say... Uh, we're making an emergency stop. Fortunately, thank fuck, we didn't go all the way back to Boston. We went, we stopped off at a place called Gander, which is like okay. an island on the far right tip of Canada. And it's like the closest okay. point back. It's like the closest land, um, bit of land to next to the route that planes take over from like America to Europe. Mm. Slash and London. W- w- it was a medical emergency, right? Yeah, yeah, some dude at the back. I don't know what, what his story was. But um, obviously that was a pain for everyone involved. Yeah. How long was the flight overall then? 
Uh, probably like ten and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. But I made it back. Um, Safe and sound. We're all glad to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'd rather... You know, I'm glad I'm not the dude at the back. I'm glad I also wasn't sitting next to the dude at the back. Cause yes, that sounds that like would drama. probably pretty stressful too. You're so lucky because it means you got home and you finally got to play System Shock 2. System Shock 2. Yeah. Thank heavens. This is the best sequel you could have booted. Dude, I've been waiting for <laughs> System Shock 2. Yeah. And, and I played it. Do you play it for three hours? Uh, I played it for like two and a bit. I started getting... Yeah. It starts getting really hard, I found. It does. It does. It got really hard and, um, you know, when you, when you know you're not progressing, you're not going to be progressing too much because you're like two hours in. Yeah. Um, and then you yeah, start get getting that. like mown down by these whatever yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like whatever. Um, so... What do, you, do you want me to tell you why I picked it, what the game is? What do you want to know? Well, okay, so I'm guessing you picked this because I imagine this game was very well received and people famously love it and you wanted a chance to give it a go. And it's you weren't sufficiently spooked by last week Monsters, Inc. choice. Yeah, um, Monsters, Inc. didn't quite get me. So you wanted something I just something thought we needed that... something at least slightly more spooky. Right. But yeah, you're right. I uh, it's, It was a very... It's a very famously well-received video game. People talk about it. It's in, like, every top 10 PC games list ever. Right. Um, um, it's the predecessor to Bioshock and stuff. And yeah, um, massively. Yeah, so I was very curious about it. I have, like, seen it, been played in little bits in the past. Um, I've even tried to play it myself, and just I bought this version, and I just never really got through it. But 3HR is always a good excuse to force myself to play something for a substantial period of time mm-hmm. um and so i thought we could both do it together and 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 come together after three hours and share our thoughts and feelings on it yeah as is the purpose of this program yeah 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 um where, where to start really is there any way you want me to start anything um so system shock 2 is um I don't know, like what, mid, late 90s came out on PC. 99. Um, 99. Um, For anyone that doesn't know what it is and don't know what Bioshock is, they are first-person shooters, um, immersive sims is another genre. Um, Basically, they're just RPG shooters. So you run around with guns and optional powers, um, like psychic powers, and you pick up audio logs System Shock is like the audio log game. It's the game that like popularized, invented, did that whole thing. Um, so you pick up oh, audio is, logs is to really... find out. Yeah. So oh, you, so that's and they did it really well too. They did voiced over audio logs, which is great. When you can bring it up and then tab out, literally yeah, tab really out as well. Yeah. Uh, press um, and tab walk to around get out of your playing. option menu. Also, I mean, this is a total. Um, what do you call it? Fork in the road, but. Uh, I love inventories that with that square setup. Do you know Grids? what that's called? Yeah. yeah. Grid, gridded inventories are the best thing. Yeah, when you just have to actually assign things space and actually they take up like two or three squares depending how big they are. I've um, always thought that's such a cool system. Yeah, the the best one is um, Resi 4, right? Resident yeah, Resi Res like, do it. 
pretty has like an insane one where you have yeah. like a briefcase and then you have to tetris align yeah you have to yeah exactly like tetris all these guns into it um yeah, and your ammo fun. and you can like rotate them <laughs> you could make you can make them all like upside down if you want for no reason that's um, great yeah, that is good. Anyway, so yeah, so System Shock 2 is basically you are on a space station, you wake up with amnesia, a lady's like, let's get out of here. You pick up audio logs and you kill dudes. Yeah, you're, you're given very little. So it's, it's um, set in a spaceship. You're given some intro. I thought like the uh, establishing of the setting was actually pretty good. They do like mm. a Wally-esque welcome to the spaceship video. Mm-hmm. So like it, that's the first thing it reminded me of, of uh, was Wally. Yeah, that's funny. When like he gets into the <laughs> captain's quarters and it opens up and it does that like promotional video. Yeah. For the uh, spaceship that all the humans leave on. Yeah. And it's really good, and that's exactly what it's like. It's like a promotional video of saying how exciting this voyage is going to be and how it's making history. And of course, something goes wrong, mm-hmm. but uh, it really does a good a good job at setting up mm. the environment. I thought. Um, situation so one of the things i was like mostly paying attention to is yeah it's like lineage to bioshock games and like that whole deal and like all the similarities Mm. um there are just i didn't realize i knew that there were some like obvious things that there were very similar about them um but i just didn't realize how copy and paste sounds harsh and i don't mean it to but how how much of a template it set for bioshock Right. Um, so, are there, like, was it was it actually are they connected in any way, or is it just yeah? So, some like a little bit of history from my knowledge is the original System Shock was developed by a studio called Looking Glass, um, okay. and they're like a very famous developer. They like made Deus Ex, I think, and Thief, um, and uh, and then Ken Levine Thief for PS4. I assume you're uh, <laughs> yeah. talking about Thief for PS4. <laughs> yeah. um, um, Ken Levine worked at Looking Glass and then split off with a couple of the people and made Irrational Games. And they did the sequel to System Shock, System Shock 2, with the help of Looking Glass. Okay. Um, and System Shock 2 is the one that is like tends to be cons- so highly regarded. But I think people like the first one as well. Right. Um, and then Ken Levine with Irrational Games went on to make a bunch of other games, including Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. Okay. So Bioshock is directly related to via certain members of staff working on both games okay cool well i mean and you know there's definitely nothing wrong with saying it's copy and paste because i don't think it is it's just in the same way that you could say you know a modern shoot like call of duty is a copy and paste of like uh, no sure but i i I, yeah i think just there are just a lot of similarities in a lot of different ways in um so the biggest, most obvious one to me is they both take place on, like, abandoned, derelict, um, confined spaces, right? Which, which And which is, what I think, why it's partially... I mean, these games were both very much also intended to be... have, like, an aspect of survival horror. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That's, that's definitely done well and easier in a place like... I mean, space is almost the obvious one. Uh, yeah, and then and underwater is, is the other obvious one, right? Like, you're just yeah. like, so you're like, you make a space station, that's the most obvious choice you could think of. You're um, trapped. You're literally surrounded by something you can't escape from. Um, and then you're making the next one, you're like, okay, so what can we do that's like space? 
oh, I guess underwater is kind of like space. <laughs> yeah. And so you do that and then you figure out what the story is for that. But um, they, they both work. They know, work, but... work like really well. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so that's interesting. And then you have, so um, I kind of want to spoil both of these games. Are you okay to do that? Um, System Shock and yeah. Bioshock. Yeah. Uh, so, sure. Should we have a uh, jump to timestamp if you don't want spoilers? We need to uh, figure out. They're, God, they're policy. both so old. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, fair enough. Do you, you mind? Know, I'm, what I'm asking is, do you mind if I spoil System Shock too? Oh, for me, no. You know what? If okay. you don't, if as a listener, you don't want to hear about how these games are spoiled. So I mean, the jump thing about both probably like two minutes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, exactly. It won't last long. But the thing about both of these games is. Um, uh, they both have big twists in them and they get talked about to death, you know? Okay. So, like, I, I knew about the twist in Bioshock before I played it. Really? Um, because because people just talk about it all the time it's and it's, it's just become... It's like um, I see dead people, you know? It's just one of those it's, things... It's a meme. It's, it's meme Yeah, side. basically. Um, so, what one of the interesting things that um, both of them have is they both basically have the same twist. Um which is the in Bioshock you're talking to um this Irish fella um the whole name? time I can't remember oh, but he keeps he me. keeps telling you to do stuff um and you keep doing it and then eventually it turns yeah. out that he's not who he says he is and he's actually the bad guy yeah um in System Shock 2 the woman that is constantly giving you instructions is um Shodan which is like the evil AI um oh, okay um and she, and she's like trying to manipulate you into doing all the stuff uh, and it's okay. just, it's, and it's like, so the game is like filled with loads of that stuff. You've got like these two sort of areas that are kind of similar in setting. You have that plot twist. You have the sort of, both of them and Infinite as well take like um, political like ideals and then it's like go, what happens if you fill a whole space filled with this ideal? So like Bioshock is, uh, I guess, objectivism and then. Yeah. <laughs> and then like system shock so it's like ayn rand like um uh atlas shrug like all like all that stuff like, right, right capitalism gone nuts like that kind of stuff okay and then and then i guess like infinite's kind of like patriotism and religion and then um and then system shock 2 is objectivism um and they okay. sort of take these ideas and they go and they go oh, what happens if everyone just buys into this idea and ha- what happens to the world if 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 you fully go in on that yeah um well, and I think that's yeah. a really cool idea for like a series of games, um, and I think that's really interesting. But they all have, and then you have like you have uh, you take sort of medication or whatever to give yourself these special powers. Um, so they're like super templated, and it's really interesting how they have to adapt them each time to make them fit into this new world that they've created. Yeah, well, but so uh, the thing. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. It it is very Bioshock One esque with the. Uh... Only being able to use one weapon and power at a time, yeah, which is <laughs> just so frustrating. Did you? I didn't actually even bother using any of the powers. Well, I did because so weirdly the health upgrades, not the health upgrades, but like the health items in this game just to replenish health. So you've got say maybe a pool of thirty-five to forty health, and mm-hmm. each item will give you back like two health. <laughs> Yeah, it's really annoying. It's bizarre. You know, an enemy will hit you for like eight, just a single melee attack. And then, you know, you've been wandering around all these rooms, picking up like five 
health items that's taken you like 20 minutes to pick up and yeah. then you use them all for that single hit but you know sometimes you get if it's a big fight you'll get hit like four times uh, yeah, and that's... i never found a way to fill up your health total okay so you get these like tokens that if you like right click on um uh these sort of medical stations um, they kind of look like beds, like medical beds. It refills oh. your health. But I think, I think I only got two or three of those in the entire time I played. Okay. Um, and you don't see those beds very often. Like you really don't see them very often. They're like in safe places usually. Right. And, uh, anyway, to take it back to this powers talk, mm. uh, there was a time when I think I set off an alarm and I mean, I only came across two enemies. Well, three, which are the people. They're sort of just mutated humans. One type with a, sort of metal stick and the other with like a shotgun the then there was the monkeys <laughs> yeah the monkeys <laughs> uh, and these monkeys were hard as nails to hit especially especially with so you get a wrench you pick up a wrench also which is bioshock bioshock-esque uh and start swinging at these monkeys but they dodge and they're tiny and it's also <laughs> got the weirdest delay so you click and then the impact uh will happen like two seconds later, well, maybe like one second later. Uh, so, you know, you yeah. have to sort of press it before you get up to them. So as you, just as you get right next to them is when you make the connection and then back out before they hit you. But the yeah. monkeys also shoot power balls at you. Some of them. Uh, is it just some? Of them some of just don't. Some of them are just like chilling. Uh, well, some of them shoot power balls at you. And yeah. I found the best way to counter this was to shoot power balls back at them. Uh, okay. So I could just stay well away, and yeah, yeah. The monkey, the monkeys are funny. Um, I I was trying to figure out why it's so hard to hit him with a wrench, and I think it's because they're so small. Um, they're tiny compared to your character, and you don't really, obviously, in a first-person video game, you don't really have a good sense of how long your arm is or how far the floor is away from you. Yeah. So you don't low, really know how close you got to get to this monkey sense. before you can whack him with a wrench. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely so, true i spent a lot of time swinging and missing when i thought it's gonna yeah hit. yeah it's 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 i had that problem with even the humans <laughs> just constantly yeah. you know actually it's funny i was um so i listened to an interview with uh ken levine the director and um steve gainer who made gone home uh-huh. um he did like this whole interview series called tone control it's a podcast series um where he just interviews game developers it's pretty insightful good. interesting stuff it's good yeah i recommend it um okay. um but he did an interview with ken levine he used to work with ken levine i think um and uh he was talking about system shock 2 and he was talking about the monkeys and how they came about and it was literally um he had a recording booth for like a day they rented a recording booth and like they finished early um and he had like a few hours left on the clock and he called his boss and he's like okay i'm going home uh, I've done all my work for the day. And the, his boss was like, no, you still got like a few hours to use that recording booth, do something. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so he just made the voice actor make monkey noises. Just my, for an hour. Just, just I don't, Yeah, noises. I guess just to get this. Okay. So why don't you try being a monkey? And, <laughs> and then he, and then they just like, okay, so now you have to put monkeys in this game. Wow. So, um, that was the whole that is funny. about having these ridiculous space monkeys. Yeah, um, they are. So, I mean, you know, they put in explanations of that. They were doing tests on them. And arguably, one of on the monkeys. one of the times I was most afraid in this game was I was in like one of the monkey exhibits, 
and there was just a monkey noise going on non-stop, but there was just <laughs> no monkey there. Yeah. Uh, so there were a couple of dead ones in the cages, but there were there were yep. no live ones, and I just heard it everywhere. Uh, and that's probably the most one of the times I was most spooked, other than jump scares. Uh, yeah. In this were game. there many jump scares? Uh, so there weren't. Not in the way that it's like things pop out in front of you. Not like deliberate. It's just well, so there were certain things that would like explode when you got close. Yeah. Uh, which I would, I'd say jump scare. Hmm. Um, and then it was in its nature jump scary by there being enemies where you don't expect there to be enemies. Yeah. So like I, you turn I, a corner yeah. and there's a big one right in front of you. I think I might have like yelped once or twice. Because, um, yeah, there's these guys. I'm pretty sure they're called the many, um, which would make sense, I guess. Um, and they're like kind of these gross, like uh, they've got like the shotgun is like halfway up his arm and like he's all like mal messed up and he's got like wires coming out of his head and stuff um and they just say like groany sort of like things mm. um they ask you to like kill them and stuff but they're still like trying to attack you sort of thing like they no they don't really control themselves but anyway they don't seem to have like footstep sounds no. so so you'll hear them maybe talk. they maybe they run and we'll uh I don't know if and, it's and sounds, actually. So there's definitely like a couple of times where like I've heard them talk. I'll turn around and I'm expecting to know, to think he's far away because I haven't heard any footsteps, but actually he's literally standing um, right behind me. And the enemies just kind of, after a while, kind of just respawn. Yeah, so if annoying. you've cleared out like an area, um, you just think you're fine. And then, and then suddenly you'll just like four enemies will just suddenly appear. Yeah. Um, did you enjoy yourself at any point playing it? Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was alright. I saw how you clearly could enjoy it. I think. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where maybe because we didn't give it enough time to get sort of good at it in any sort mm. of way, um, I felt like my whole game was spent saving after I kill every single enemy. <laughs> yeah. Because you know when I'm hovering on like sub ten health and they hit you for eight. Um, yeah. And there's no like really good auto save. Or is, I didn't find a quick save button. I didn't look too hard. Yeah, so there's a quick save. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I just... Religiously. Yeah. Um, so it just sort of ends up not being as scary because you kill someone and then save and then progress and then save and then save yeah. and save. Yeah. Uh, um, but but I enjoyed it. I I mean, it reminded me kind of like... I mean, I haven't played too many games from that sort of time. It reminded me like Half-Life... Yeah, maybe uh, Half Life, first Half Life, which came out five years later. Really, which is crazy, isn't it? That's is crazy because they really seem on par in terms of, um, like technical prowess and. Yeah, I think like System Shock Two is like. It feels a little. It seems ahead of its game. I've got to say, it definitely feels ahead of its game, but also kind of like, janky in a way that Half Life isn't. I mean, yeah, like the movements a lot better in Half Life. Uh, yeah, as well I mean, as, I, think like, the I guess they like they're going for different. Like Half Life is a lot closer to a more traditional shooter like, and quicker. Yeah, yeah, you're running around like firing guns pretty fast. Whereas yeah, yeah. this game is like you really don't fire. I don't think I don't. I never got like an automatic weapon. No, um, it was like a pistol, and then I got a shotgun. And um, also, it was to me, it was bizarre how. So you go through the tutorial section at the start, which is like how to be a soldier, and it's quite well done. You get put in these sort of like VR worlds where uh, you know you got to walk through and just do all these like 
demo missions. Um, not missions, more like just <clears throat> they teach you the mechanics as like a tutorial bot. Yeah. Like, if you're going to be in the army, you need to learn how to hack, blah, blah, blah. And then you get in the game. And to hack, you have to put a point into hacking. Yeah. So, so I got up to the stuff. I was like, all right, I've learned how to shoot. I've learned how to hack. But you can't do any of it at the start. Yeah. You have to uh, assign it points. So, I mean, I would have liked it if they had assigned you maybe one basic point. Yeah, and it's it's weird how you... It's interesting how they make you sort of spec your character at the start. Yeah, they, it is interesting. So it's like, it's like you take... You have like four years of training, basically, or four years to like go into. So you choose one of three uh, areas of army. So there's like navy. Um, what are the other ones? <laughs> it was it was navy, marines, and one called like AOS. Some, yeah, something Some like ROS. That. It was called ROS. So you sort of um, you pick them, and then it sort of basically just shoves you in a room, and it says, "This is the first year. Choose which specialization you want to do for this year." And then it says, like, oh, you spent a year in, like, solitary confinement and now have learned this skill um, or whatever. Yeah. But that's how you choose it. And it, lo- and it like... took you a year. And yeah. you have uh, three options. And I assume you can just do the same ones again. Um, I just took one of each. And, I think it's, uh, isn't it, like, a different one each time? It prevents you with three different options each time. Oh, does it? Not, like, you can't choose between the different... Once you've chosen Marines or... Maybe yes. or whatever. You're oh, is it three, three totally different things each time, is it? I think it was, yeah. Oh, I just ran it down. I, okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know, nor was I that bothered. Uh, so I, just went, just like, I just went like full full soldier. I just didn't really want to bother with smart, the yeah. I went, psychic stuff. So I had one psychic, one research, which I think was the biggest waste. Uh, mm. I don't know what research does, but I got a single research point. Which <laughs> Yeah, there's like weird little, if you like, there's like bits of skin that you can find on the ground and you can research them. Oh, really? I didn't find mm. any of those. I didn't get any research points, so I couldn't. So I don't know what the outcome is. But Oh, wait. Was it the um, from the bodies, from the corpses? Yeah. Oh, I think I did get those. I didn't research them fully. Uh, right. It's a cool system, though. You can like pick up items that you can't identify. And then over time, you have to research them. Mm. And then you have to like pick up chemicals and yeah, use I those didn't get into that to either. research. Um, so I was getting into it towards the end of my play and I was heading back for these chemicals before I ever, ever got them. It was like one of my things was 50% researched, like the monkey mm. brains. You can pick up monkey brains. And I'd researched half of it and it said I needed a certain chemical. So I went back to look for it and then I got swarmed and gave up. One of the things I really liked, but it's not something I would want all the time, is... You get, like, objectives, and you can find them. They're in, like, the notes. You can see your objectives. And you might get, like, three at a time sometimes. And it will just say, like, oh, Dr. Zabla is in the medical bay. I need to get his ID card to go through the shuttle bay yeah. um, or, or whatever. Um, and, like, so, like, the woman who's talking to you will say that, and then it just goes into, like, a, a notebook somewhere. But it doesn't, like, as most modern games, like, pop up, like, go to Medical Bay, and then it has, like, an arrow. Yeah, it there's, just, like, there's, shoves there's it no the... mini-map with markers in this game. Um, uh, or is there? <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a map. I, I have no idea. I didn't open it. I wish, oh, I, yeah, I, a... wish I had tried to figure that out. Because yeah. So there's a map, and then with the map, once station. you go in the map, you can um, turn on a mini-map, so it will show you the map, like, oh, in beautiful. a radar. I should have done um, that. But it, 
but it won't like tell you what each of the areas are called. You have to like hover over it to see what it's called. Um, and you can get like really lost. I got really lost several times. Mm, same. Especially when you've got like four different objectives of things to do. And I actually really, really liked that. Um, I liked that it was just kind of like, here's some stuff, go figure it out. Um, don't leave. Because like, I remember in like Bioshock, Bioshock has that objective stuff, but then it also has the arrow that tells you where to go. Yeah. And I think, I think in a modern game, you really have to. In a, well, yeah. in a, in a AAA. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, don't know. I, I think so. I mean, obviously, uh, you don't, of course. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously, sure. obviously you don't have obviously to. Obviously, you don't. Yeah. Um, but I think for just uh, for the for the modern day gamer, yeah. People, I think you if know, you there's like... so much to play that the majority of people don't want to spend their time. Yeah, that's no, the sort I, of I get, that's I the sort it. of thing that'll stop them from enjoying the mechanics and yeah. the visuals of the game. Yeah, just because you know they're not interested. I think I think there's a space for a game that's like very intentional with that. Though. Definitely, and there are there are lots of them. Like a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of all these like RPGs, big RPGs have tons of that stuff where it's all notes and you learn all sorts. And there are little giveaways in certain places, and they lead you to wherever. You know how um, for the Mark of the Ninja episode. I said it was interesting how every game is a stealth game nowadays. Yeah. And you disagreed. Yeah. What about if I say every game ever is an RPG nowadays? Uh, like every game is an RPG. Every AAA video game is an RPG. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's I think, partly in result. I think, I, th for... I think it's partly... I've always got the... Um, uh, got the uh, idea that it's that they do that because they want people to play their games for longer. Yeah, and, it, and for it's sure. a way to drag out. It's uh, a way to drag it out, and it's content. also a way to feel like you've um, you've got more options. You know, it's like an yeah. artificial way of giving it more options. But like, yeah, but like, it's I would tough. Say I'm, both... not, I'm not totally against like the way that I like. I like the progression of an RPG where you feel like you're getting stronger as the game goes on because you literally mm -hmm. are. Uh, mm -hmm. But at the same time often I feel like they're not well-placed and they can just drag out a game unnecessarily. Sure. But I, So I, I would say that like both the stealth aspect of a lot of games and the RPG aspect of a lot of games, having those in like every game comes from games like System Shock 2, um, this like immersive sim genre where you have like options and you have things to level up, basically. I feel like Everyone was like, oh, we should just be doing that because that... And then every game is the same. Every game has a skill tree. Every game has, like... Like, Red Dead 2 may not have a skill tree. It has a lot of RPG elements in it. Like, a huge amount. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that oh. one, Louis. Oh. Oh. We'll get oh. to Red Dead. Seems like that's a good segue, if I'm going to be honest. We'll get to Red Dead. Um, anyway, we've fascinatingly managed to talk about this game a lot longer than I thought we would. I um I really like it. I would like to play more. I think actually I decided to play it. Really? Of like the whole yeah. thing? No, 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 no. I haven't. I haven't. I have, unpleasant. I haven't finished it. Um, no, no, all, but, but you plan to. I don't know. Maybe That's I'm something. like at a point at the moment where um, the game got like really hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm getting like taken out by turrets in like two shots at the moment. Ugh. Um, I might see if I can knock the difficulty down to easy and see if I can like blaze through it. Yeah. 
Um, Because I would like to see how they uh, do the big reveal. And I know that the ending is, like, really bad, and I kind of want to see that. Okay. Um, uh, But, yeah, actually, there were some parts that I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, it was. I think it was. It's, I think it's, it was very it's a pretty. It's like a pretty well-made game for the time, and yeah, like it's de- pretty interesting. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, like the um, the UI felt great. Yeah, like yeah. picking things up, looting bodies, moving around in your inventory, opening up mm-hmm. your uh, your data logs, and changing all that stuff. All was very easy to use and felt very. I'm sure. And like it's it's crazy thinking about like it's not like that. It. There's an option to turn off mouse look in this game which is crazy uh, wait so so, how do so you like play? so like the original system shock i'm pretty sure you you play it with was or whatever the people were using at the time and arrow keys to move the f- to move your head oh gross right so you can do that in system shock too if you want <laughs> so this was like at a time when like the mouse was not how you played fps's necessarily mm, it's crazy yeah it is crazy um anyway yeah let's uh let's i guess anything else you want to mention last minute um no um i liked it yeah i'll tell you one thing that i quite enjoyed uh randomly was in one of the data logs someone said how someone had hacked the system and was playing elvis presley for three hours yeah i heard that yeah it's when when do you ever hear real life people mention video games i enjoy i guess not a lot that's what it made me think i was like i don't think i've ever heard and maybe to yeah. do with like copyright references or whatever, but I've never heard anyone make a reference to, <laughs> to a real life person in like a game like this. I'm trying to think of examples. I can't think of any. No, me neither. Um, I enjoyed that, but uh, yeah, good, kind cool. of spooky, kind of annoying, kind of fun. Yeah, I think those are all true things, statements. Yeah, yeah. Uh, clearly, um, clearly very um, influential video game. Yeah. And I, I think for 99, hell, incredible. Yeah. I would mean all over that. Yeah, for sure. I was playing games in 99. Hmm. Um, okay. So you want to talk about freaking Red Dead 2, Lucky? Is that what you want to do? Next week. Uh, oh, well, do you want some clues? Oh, you don't want to talk about Red Dead 2? Well, you don't know. Oh, I know what you're going to do. No, don't make Red Dead 2 the game. All right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry you, you want some clues <laughs> yeah okay okay it's kind of a sequel yeah. in uh, a way it's not red dead 2 you don't want to talk about red dead 2 well it's kind of a sequel in a way second clue i know um, it's i know what this is what this is the undertale thing yeah of course it is <laughs> yeah why are you being so coy when i'm asking you about red dead 2 i don't know um because okay. i figured we'll do a whole thing on it anyway i, I played well, i played I like know. an hour of it last night maybe more two hours okay okay yeah let's not talk about red dead 2 um but yeah i figured we'll save that for another time yeah um, maybe one day we'll do more. like a big old episode on red dead 2 yeah yeah i mean once i've played a bit more i'd be down to do one yeah um a few weeks down the line uh yeah delta rune chapter one Delta Rune. It's an anagram. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, sir. How long is it? Uh, so it's really distorted for me because my time played is way longer than it actually is because I was playing it in between 
work. So you know yeah. how I did walks? I had to do like yes. a walk every hour. I'd come back and play it. Uh, but it's like a couple <laughs> hours at least. That's that's a real hard job you got there, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was so easy. It was so easy. <laughs> it was great. Um, but I'd, I'd guess maybe like two or three hours. Okay, great. Yeah. And there's no spoilers for... No spoilers. Um, nope. It's, you know, sort of like similar universe but parallel. Cool. Uh, no direct connections at this moment. Cool. Well, yeah. I'm sure this will be our second most popular episode. Yeah, geez. And hopefully we're a bit now... Hopefully we're a bit better now than we were in that first episode. <laughs> yeah. But, um, uh, I think it will be. Okay, that sounds good to me. Okay. Um, All right, right. Uh, a little, a little house, house cleaning, housework. Um, so you will notice, dear listener, that this episode is going up on Monday. Ooh. Now you might think, well, Lockie got delayed. He was on a plane. That's true. So that's the main reason. But also, I was thinking over the weekend that actually we should release our episodes first thing Monday morning every Monday, first thing Monday morning every Monday first thing. And when I say that, I mean like first thing. Um, and we'll record it on the Sunday. That gives us a day of like buffer time. Um, mm. so basically lucky I'm, I'm saying this to you really, because we haven't talked about this out loud. Um, <laughs> like, so we don't record on the Monday. We upload on the Monday. Yeah. 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 I'm fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And then Beautiful. on the sun, mm. on the Sunday we record. That sounds, um, that sounds good. Gives us time to get some, uh, editing done without stressing. Yeah. Some artwork done. Um, it Beautiful. just means that, like, at least for and you, also, not all it means. Also, is it's it's the first thing out of in the week rather than the last thing of the week. Yeah, it, I mean, nice. it won't make a difference to most of y'all listening, but um, it just means that you will consistently get an episode. Um, hopefully, I'll probably put it up at like seven a.m. But if anyone has any specific times, if we get twenty emails saying, "Oh, we want it at eight, then you'll get it at eight. Um, speaking yeah. of emails, we got a really nice message from someone on YouTube. Yeah. Um, Lucky, do you remember what no. the person's handle was? Did no. I? I sent you a picture of it, didn't I? You did, yeah. It was, I, I figured we'd just reply on YouTube. Just hit him back on YouTube. Um, Slash, I figured, if you're listening. I feel like, okay, I got him, I got him, I got him. Uh, a few fries short. Um, said some really nice things. Um, uh, so thank you for that. That was, that. was very, very sweet. Kind. Yeah, much appreciated. Much love uh, to you. Um, and they awesome. also, they, the reason they sent that message on YouTube is because they couldn't find our email address. So our email is um, 3HR at podcast. Just no, did you smooth. That is, this is some smooth transition. <laughs> I said <laughs> the email wrong. Damn. It's 3HRpodcast at gmail.com. All right, one more time one. correctly. 3HRpodcast at gmail.com. Not dot net. Come on, get out, get out of here. Not.co.uk. Stop. Come on. Not.co. All right. Uh, .com. Thank you for listening. This podcast um, goes up every Monday. It does. On First iTunes and SoundCloud and your Google Play Android One. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, it's been real, dude. It's been real. Not.jazz. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>